with the very latest in rural news. This is Ag Insights on Mornings with Ian Smith. Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008. Yes, and as a global company, Collier's is one of the largest local rural valuation teams in New Zealand and its rural and agribusiness valuation and advisory team keeps a watchful eye on market transaction sentiment and conditions with a comprehensive knowledge of primary sector trends, client on-farm operations and regulatory issues. Uh, Along with the research and analysis, the team has a high-level view of the market at the moment. Now, during the past year to May, overall farm transactions have reduced. Uh, with the recent data coming through from the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand, illustrating the number of rural properties that have changed hands in this period, fell by 35% overall. Dairy properties fell 38 uh, livestock uh, down 31%, and horticultural properties by 57%. Now, on the line with us now is uh, Mr Shane O'Brien. Now, here's Shane is the Director of Rural and Agribusiness at Collier's. Um, Shane, uh, normally uh, I'd read a stat out like that and say you might be uh, slightly worried, but... It's an interesting time at the moment, isn't it? Election year, uh, various tiers of farming to look at. How do you break it down? Yeah, really interesting points, my then. Good morning and congratulations on two years. Great achievement for you guys. So, um, Thank you. Nice to be part Thank of you, it with you. But uh, coming back to your question, yeah, sales volumes are, are, are back. But I, I think the interesting thing that in the market, uh, unlike um, other times when we see a drop in uh, sales activity. We're not seeing the drop in sales values, so it's t- telling us the market fundamentals are a pretty solid, Smithy. Um, and, and if you look at the sales that are coming through, and then obviously the, 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 the numbers of sales are back, but the actual rates per hectare and per kilogram and milk solid are still holding up there. It's pretty good. So the, the buyers are still out there. They're still being active, but they are definitely being a little cautious about uh, what, the, what they're entering into. So, uh, Shane, just uh, from um, a layman's point of view, uh, tell us the difference between, say, a, a Tier 1 property, a Tier 2 property. Yeah, good, yeah, good question. The, uh, the difference really comes down to sort of how the farm's set up in terms of its development and infrastructure. The Tier 1s tend to be well set up, uh, pivot irrigation, good standard of um, milking shed and homes and uh, good lanes, uh, and in a, usually a reliable area in terms of it's got a good irrigation scheme or good reliable water supply, as opposed to Tier 2 might be on a slightly more fringe area, slightly different uh, climate that's not so um, uh, friendly, and perhaps the standard of development isn't so good. Uh, um, and the buyers are starting to differentiate between Tier 1 and Tier 2 probably more so now as there's a flight towards quality and also around scale as well. Well, one of the other factors, of course, uh, Shane, that is, is worrying for all people um, are interest rates, um, which, of course, uh, equates to the increasing uh, nature of, of farm expenses generally. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a good point. The farmers are sort of being hit in terms of, you know, interest rates have sort of doubled and, and in some cases tripled for some people. Um, and ANZ is sort of saying, you know, on-farm inflation is running at around 15 to 16%. So you've sort of got that double whammy. Yeah, and uh, we've got a bit of uncertainty coming around the election year. Um, and uh, farm product prices are back. You know, lamb and beef is back uh, on last year. Um, you know, it's at around $2 a kilogram. So it, it's, yeah, it, it, it's tough out there at the moment. But 
Um, there is, you know, I think there's some definitely green shoots that we're starting to see, and I think towards the end of this year we, we're, we're going to see the market sort of um, step up quite a bit. Yeah, that's interesting, uh, Shane. You've been in this game for a long time. You're one of the founding directors uh, of this business uh, with Colliers, uh, and you've been through a number of election years uh, over your time. What kind of um, bearing does this, uh, is this election year any different to previous years? Is there a trend? Um, I don't know if there's a trend. I think it would be fair to say in the election years um, where there's a bit of uncertainty, um, people tend to be a little cautious and often defer to say, well, look, we'll just wait through, wait till after the election till we've got a bit of certainty in terms of what the makeup is. I think this year is probably more um, pronounced than any other time I can remember, Ian. And in terms of a lot of the legislation uh, that the, the current government has been putting out hasn't really been farmer-friendly, um, and therefore they're feeling probably more impacted, uh, or the farming sector's feeling more impacted by the government and its bureaucracy and regulation and compliance than probably any other time in my, my 30 uh, years in the, in the rural sector. Um, so I think this year it's a lot more pronounced than uh, previous years, in, the, in my view. And uh, the other um, variable, of course, is weather. We all know in certain parts of the country it's been the big wet. Um, in your particular region, um, is there anything good on the horizon in terms of uh, productive spring? You, you mentioned some green shoots before. Is that expected to continue? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, unlike a lot of the East Coast areas, um, uh, you know, Canterbury is, is well, in fact, probably most of the South Island, for that matter, really, Smithy. We, we, we've sort of got through things pretty well. We've just had a good dollop of rain. I've just been talking to a farmer in North Canterbury this morning. 120 mils um, fell, you know, which is a hell of a lot of rain to, to come off um, at the hills and paddocks that are all really already fairly wet. So we're just getting through that. But the, the long term, yeah, I think um, we should be in for a good spring. It might be slightly later by a few weeks than what, what's normal, but everything's sort of pointing to a good spring. Um, you know, we'll hopefully get the election out of the way and some certainty around who's, who's going to be running the running the data. You know, the, the economists are starting to say we're peaking with inflation and interest rates. Um, and, you know, with the free trade agreement and, and things like that, hopefully a farm product prices will pick up a bit. So we're, we're reasonably bullish about what the, the last last quarter of the year could hold for us in the farming sector, Smithy. Shane O'Brien, always great to catch up with you. Uh, enjoy our uh, monthly chats. Um, and um, all the very best over this, uh, this spring period as well. I know it's, it's uh, hugely uh, in, integral to uh, the business uh, and, and at this time of the year. So uh, wish all the best. Uh, thanks for, for ringing in this morning. And um, we'll for, continue to follow the progress and follow the market uh, through uh, your business uh, with Collier's Rural. Thanks for your time, Shane. Thanks. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Smithy. Nice to be with you. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Shane O'Brien there, folks, uh, out of Christchurch on, on the road at the moment. You might have picked up on that. Normally he comes into the studio, uh, but he's the Director of Rural and Agribusiness at Collier's Rural. With the very latest in rural news, this is Ag Insights on Mornings with Ian Smith. Profit from the best advice with Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008.